This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV, on Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV, Dominic Carter TV. Let's get right to it on this Friday morning. It is a shame. It's a damn shame. The 90-year-old owner of the famed Ray's Candy Store in the East Village, 90 years old, 9-0, brutally assaulted outside the New York City shop. Society, and I say this all the time, must lock up these animals. What is so Hard to understand about this. Law and order. The suspect, by the way, happens to be African American. Just 24 hours ago, 24 hours ago, I tried to warn of what would happen if you get rid of police units like the Scorpion unit in Memphis. It is horrible what happened to Tyree Nichols. It is horrible. But we must consider, as I said, why these units are established around the country. And all you have to do is look at New York. Street crimes unit gone. And what happened? Crime has skyrocketed. It has skyrocketed. And so just 24 hours ago, I was warning what would happen In Memphis, if you get rid of the Scorpion unit. And what happens now? There's been a shooting at a Memphis library that has left one person dead and a police officer in extremely critical condition. The officer is in extremely critical condition and the second individual is dead following a midday shooting at the one of the local libraries in Memphis. We have to have these units. They have to be properly supervised, but we have got to crack down on crime. What is so hard to understand about this? And the New Jersey councilwoman gunned down outside her home, crashing her car after being repeatedly shot while behind the the wheel. 
30-year-old councilwoman found dead in her white Nissan SUV after it crashed near her apartment complex in Sayreville, New Jersey. The Republican councilwoman was found with multiple gunshot wounds and pronounced dead at the scene. So what are you folks saying about this? I looked at my social media throughout the day. I found a very interesting comment from a listener of this program, a Mr. Frankie Cruz. And Mr. Cruz wrote this on Facebook. I am quoting verbatim. Hi, Dominic. So sad to have learned of this senseless crime. I hope they get whoever did this and justice is served. However, I would like to know when the Black Lives Matter protest is scheduled for her justice. Will Hank Newsom be taking a New Jersey transit train to Sayreville to hold a candlelight vigil for her justice? And then Mr. Frankie Cruz, a supporter of this program on Facebook, writes, no, because he's too busy poisoning black minds while he counts the money he and his crooked organization took from them. This morning, we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And this is horrible politics. The lawmakers that are doing this in New York, they need to be ashamed of themselves, but they're not. State lawmakers aligned with the teachers' union are vowing to fight Governor Kathy Hochul's plan to open more charter schools in New York City. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. We must have more charter schools. Come on, folks. What about the children? Do they count for something? Do they count for something and not your political career for once? Stand up and do something bold. Show leadership. Oh, no. Oh, no. And the the vote to lock, uh, to yank, rather, Congresswoman Omar from uh, the powerful uh, panel in terms of, let me backtrack. I'm pleased that Congress did that. A few hours ago, the 15 minutes for the crazy squad members are over. They are over. The GOP-led House voted to to boot Democratic uh, Congresswoman Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee over her past anti-Semitic comments after a handful of Republicans, once reluctant to oust her, decided to support the resolution for removal. Words have consequences, and we should have full support of Israel. And it's interesting, because it seems like everybody wants to be a preacher these days. I made this comment the other day. First, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris 
at the uh, funeral for Mr. Nichols, uh, almost talking in the cadence of of how a preacher does. And now guess who's doing the same thing? AOC. I want you to listen. I want you to listen to how AOC, and, and, and I'm still, I get it how she was elected, but I'm still shocked that this woman is in Congress. Shocked. What does she do besides talk politics that's not going to benefit anyone? She's telling poor people in her district, she's selling them a dollar in a dream. That's what she's doing. I want you to listen, folks, to AOC sounding like a preacher on the floor of the House in defense of her buddy, Congresswoman Omar. Listen to this, folks. There is nothing consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life, and you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an abdi- a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology. My life was threatened. Thank you. And don't tell me, AOC, that you're still in Congress. The game is up. Come on, folks. It's up. It's up. It's I know I know she was reelected. I know it's hard to beat an incumbent, but she offers nothing for her district. She is literally just a talking head saying absolutely nothing. I wish her luck in her personal life, but to represent a congressional district, and that goes for every member of the squad. Every single member. And now Representative Omar wants to uh uh run from her past comments. There are consequences. There are consequences. Let's start. Let's start with the telephone calls this morning, 800-848. And then there's some news as it relates to former President Donald Trump. He is basically refusing to commit to supporting the 2024 Republican presidential nominee if he doesn't win. It could be a major game changer. But let's start with the calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Charlie in Hell's Kitchen, good morning, Charlie. What's on your mind? Thank you for taking my call. I want to talk about uh, the uh, taking Congresswoman Omar off the House Foreign Relations Committee. Uh, AOC just eloquently stated the argument, and other squad members said that this happened because Congresswoman Omar was uh, uh, because of what she is, because she's a Muslim, because she's a woman, because she's African-American. No, none of that had anything to do with it. And the proof is that if Steny Hoyer, a powerful Democrat, white Christian male Democrat, or if even Kevin McCarthy had made those same statements, he would be unworthy to serve on the House Foreign Relations Committee, and, and he would be booed out. So it has nothing to do with their skin color or gender or religion. It has to do with the comments themselves. Very quickly, I would say, 
one of the comments that she made, which doesn't get much publicity, is she said, may Allah awaken the world to the evil doings of Israel. Well, I'm unaware of any evil doings that Israel is doing, and if anyone has... And, and so, so am I, Charlie. I'm not aware of any, ex- except for the people of Israel trying to live and protect themselves against terrorism and, and against uh, 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 things that are going on as of late, which are really unfair to the people. But please continue before I move on, Charlie. Yeah, thank you. That's that's the point I want to make. I'm unaware of any evil doings that the the uh, that the government of Israel is saying, and that's uh, one of the comments that, that people don't talk about that she's made. And she's made several other uh, hateful comments and remarks, which should have gotten her bounced off the house. Uh, until I think she should be bounced out of Congress. So, but uh, I think I, still, I do too. I I do too. I do too, Charlie. And thank you for the call. I am just not a supporter at all of members of the squad. At all. At all. In a moment, we're going to go to David from the Bronx. Uh, David uh, has something to say. You folks have shown tremendous love. It is remarkable what people can do. You heard David on the air the other day. And thus far, as I look at the GoFundMe page for him right now, uh, in terms of uh, it, it's two, it's $2,000 in about 36 hours, and it is remarkable. Before we get to David, let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? Morning, Donald. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I, you know, my, I, I agree with you. When you talk about AOC, I mean, I guess she's the new state-of-the-art leftist elitist who – you know, knows nothing about anything, but I want to rules our lives on everything. And it's almost a reflection, I think, of our, you know, evidence of how our education system has declined because. Yes, I, mean, it's I agree. And, you know, I agree, no Dave. Thinking. I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more. And your assessment is dead on accurate. She represents, I, I call it, Dave, uh, you put it in very articulate words. I call it the Kim Kardashian effect that has impacted everything in America to dumb down just about everything. And thus we have AOC and every member of the squad. And, and, you know, and if, and if you really feel that everything is so bad in this country, frankly, go back to the country that, that you feel is so much better. You know, I I like your characterization, the Kim Kardashian, the politics. It Um, it is. I agree. I, I don't, you know, but it, the fact that she has a platform is really shocking. It, I mean, it is. It is. And, and a platform to say what? Except here's what she said. See, here's, I'm going to translate everything that AOC says uh, right here, Dave. Take money from hardworking middle-class Americans. Take money from the wealthy and give it to the poor. And she does nothing to instruct or teach poor people in her district how to lift themselves up. Dave, I thank you for the call. Uh, Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning to you, David. Yes, good morning, Dominic. Um, I want to say something about AOC, but I'll I'll start with um, the fundraiser. I I just want to thank everyone who's contributed. Uh, You know, I know I'm not politically um, popular with some of the listeners, but people have really gone out of their way to be kind and to contribute, which I do appreciate because 
it's taken a great deal off of my mind that I've been dealing with, uh, a lot of stress because of the medication and other issues. So I just want to thank everyone. I want to thank you for mentioning it and, and, and for everything else. Um, I think what this shows is that even though we're divided politically, as Americans, there are things that unite us, a common humanity. And this is an example of that. And I hope I'm not being too Pollyanna-ish by saying that. But I think that there is a great deal that we have in common and that there are things that we can agree on and support each other and not always have to attack each other in a really negative, horrible way. Well, I, I think that is a uh, a fair and accurate uh, assessment, David. And um, again, in about 36 hours, it, it, your, your fellow listeners of this radio station have raised uh, $2,000 to help you out. And so I, I, I hope that it that it will come come in handy to help to at least deal with some of your immediate issues. Right. Yeah. No. And, and like I said, I'm deeply moved. I mean, I wasn't I didn't ask for this. I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, I'll say this, too, because a couple of other disabled people have called in in the past few days. I just want your listeners to keep all of us in mind that being disabled and me and other people who are blind, it's very isolating. It's very easy to feel like you're completely alone and ignored and that you have very little to look forward to. But knowing that there are people out there who care. Um, it's very heartening and makes me feel better, and I hope it makes other people feel better too. Because, you know, especially after the pandemic, I think a lot of us have, uh, you know, stayed away from interacting with other people to protect our health. And I think it's made us feel more isolated than we ever have before. So, you know, please be kind to people who need help when you see them or interact with them. Um, but um, as far as AOC is concerned, I live in her district. And I'm not happy with her at all. She got me upset when she did that, when she canceled that Amazon deal in Loyland City, which was ridiculous. She doesn't do anything for this district. She keeps promising people pie-in-the-sky things. But they need to put up a serious candidate. I'll be honest. I was so upset. I thought about running for Congress myself. But this district is very – you know, it, it's very ethnic now, and no one who isn't Hispanic and liberal is going to be able to win in this district. And the Republicans did not put up a serious candidate last time. So there's a lot of reasons that she's still there, but I do agree with you. She's got to go. The squad has to go. They don't represent real Democrats. They're far-left extremists, and, you know, they don't represent even close to a majority of people, not even in this district in the Bronx they don't. So I well, just want David, to thank everyone again, and, and thank you again, Dominic. You know, I always enjoy talking to you, even though you challenge me sometimes, which is exactly what we should be doing with each other. I, I challenge everyone. But, David, thank you for the call, David, from the Bronx. And, again, thank and thanks to Lars and Los Angeles for organizing this, and thanks to all of you that uh, have helped support David's GoFundMe page to deal with uh, some of his immediate uh, issues that he's dealing with. And it's uh, if you go to go to uh, GoFundMe, it is uh, David 
from the Bronx. That's how it's listed. Thank you for the call, David. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls. A number of issues we'll get to former President Trump in just a moment. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Good morning. I want to say something about Elon Omar, but before I do, I just want to say, on, on you know, uh, uh, I wish you would give um, that guy Melvin um, uh, allow him to talk a little more because he had me in stitches yesterday. The first part of his comment about about Kamala Harris, he says she shouldn't be telling people how to moan and groan. I mean, he was really funny. He's a harmless guy, you know. He's a nice guy. I think you should you should let him talk a little bit, you know. But now I want to say something about Elon Omar. You know, why is it that there's a double hey, Larry, standard? Wait, 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 wait. Larry, Larry, stop, stop for a second. I, I want to ask you a question. If someone is not making sense, any caller, how can I permit them to continue going on with their comments? How can I do it? He, he, he thinks he's making sense. You could, you could, no, 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 no. Larry, them. Larry, that's not, that's not what I asked you. Every every single caller thinks that that they they have the best call in the world. Every single caller thinks that they have information that is so enlightening. My question to you was: You said I should let them talk, and I said to someone that that basically is not that's making very little sense. How can I just let them continue? Because he's very endearing, and and it's all about ratings. The, the brother is entertaining, man. I'm telling you, he's entertaining. I think he's a sweet guy. How can, how could a guy named Melvin have anything you know, you know, sinister about him? It's you know, you know what I'm saying. It's all about mm-hmm. ratings, Dominic. Okay, so you wanted to make a quick comment. Go ahead and do so before uh, yeah, before yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. move on. I, I don't understand why why. Elon Omar gets to marry her brother because just because that's in the past, we bury it. Just and she and ironically, she brings up Obama and his birth certificate was in the past. We bury it. But George Santos, you know, he can't do any. He didn't break the law. To marry your brother is breaking the law. We haven't proved George Santos broke the law yet, have we? Except in Brazil. So it's, why it's, is he on the hot la- seat and Larry, Elon Omar uh, not? As, as far as Santos, it's only a matter of days away until until he's indicted. So, I mean, I hear you and I understand your point, but Santos is not a good example to illustrate that point because he's politically the uh, the walking dead. But please continue. No. So uh, what I'm trying to say is whether whether I compare to Santos or not, we let her off the hook for something. And it seems like if you're a, he, she's complaining about discrimination of people of color. We, if, if you, it seems like if you're a person of color, your past misdeeds do not have to haunt you in the present. We overlooked them. We didn't. We, did we press o, Barack Obama for his birth certificate? That was a fraud. That birth certificate. He never had to prove it was genuine. And she never has to prove that she didn't marry her brother. What the well, hell is going well, on? Well, he, he did, Larry. I appreciate the call. Obama did uh, produce his birth certificate. So we, we have to be um, we have to point out the facts. But I but I hear you. I understand your point. Uh, and I appreciate your call. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, we're going to Nassau County, also to Long Island and Manhattan. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, and we're going right back to the telephone calls. I understand Robert in Manhattan is not happy with me, so let's hear Robert out. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? You know, Mr. Carter, a very wise journalist whom I respected very much said the following to me once. If you're against injustice, chicanery, duplicity, and location A, you'd better be against it in places B, C, Q, and Z. Otherwise, you lose my vote. I'm not sure you ever had mine, but after what I heard tonight, you have the gall to sit there and criticize the squad and criticize Omar, Omar, whatever her name is, I'm not sure because uh, uh, she apparently, uh, the, the hayseed from Bakersfield is up to his tricks. He's got to pay off the, guy, the, the men and women that who, that who voted for him. And one of them he voted for, who voted for him, is Marjorie Taylor Greene. And you have the nerve not to say a word about what she said when she said that, among other things, the QAnon queen, when she said the Jews caused forest fires from laser beams in space, I guess that isn't anti-Semitic enough for you, is it, sir? You know what's interesting, Robert? Um, when, when, when we have these uh, conversations and these uh, discussions, clearly you are not a, uh, a, a fan. It sounds like you're not a fan of, uh, of Republican, uh, the Republican Party. And so on, there are uh, Republicans. There are Republicans I have a great deal of respect okay. for. Okay. All right. So now what I was about to say before you just cut me off, Robert, was that it's okay. Is that in in every single debate, I can't go from A to Z. I can't focus on every single issue. So there are nights when I will criticize uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? She's done some things that, that are outrageous. But right now we're talking about Congresswoman Omar. And so do you approve of what she has said? That's the question, Robert. Well, tell me what she said that you disapprove of. I, I don't have time to engage in a fo- We have other calls, Robert. But, the, but what she has done using her platform attacking Israel is not right. It's not right. And she should not be able to receive classified private information. But but I want to know, how is it that you said you're shocked at me? I'm shocked at you. How could you support this? Well, wait a minute. Are you saying that to criticize Israel uh, is uh, uh, an offense? I am. Robert, Robert, you're trying to interview me, and it will never happen. You're not going to be able to box me in. That's what you're trying to do, and it's never going to work. What I'm saying to you is that I am a strong supporter of Israel. Anybody in any country can be questioned or criticized. But for the third time now, do you support what the Congresswoman has said and done? That's the question that you're refusing to answer. 
when when I know for certain what she said and has done, then I will say, no, I do not support this. No, I do not support that. But before I before I am going to criticize somebody or condemn somebody, I want to know what they said. And if what they said is offensive, then I will say I do not support them. Okay, so so what what I want to uh, do is I want you to hold on, and I'm going to bring in John from Nassau County. I have no idea what John is going to say, but I want you to to engage for a second. But, Robert, you hold on for one second. Let's hear what John's take on this issue is. Good morning, John, and, and how do you feel about this issue? Well, if you remember how this started with the squad, I believe it was a George Soros group that put out kind of a casting call, and out of the people that responded, four were picked. And AOC, Omar, Tlaib, and Presley were the four that were picked. And for and I think they were just picked really to push his agenda and to spout off because they don't write any legislation. All she Agreed. does, AOC, all she does is she put out tweets, and then all of a sudden it becomes policy because somebody picks it up and they start running with it. The media picks it up. And she didn't run. She didn't write a thing. She has never written a piece of legislation. All she does is put on tantrums and put out Instagrams. And Pelosi even said, "You could put somebody. You could put a doorknob with a D next to it in her district, and it would get elected." Her own people were shouting her down because she was supporting the war between Russia and Ukraine. She was supporting Ukraine. Then she danced when they were when they were shouting her down. She danced in front of them, almost mocking her own supporters. Then you have Talib. What is the first thing she said when she won? Now let's go impeach the M Fer talking about Trump. That's what you say when you win a congressional race? That's the first thing you say? She was caught on videotape that didn't she didn't even know it was there. Then you got Presley. She's saying, I don't want to hear any black voices that don't sound black. So, again, this is George Soros working his way into the Democrat Party, just like he's opening up the borders. And he was on videotape saying once that Trump was a setback, a minor setback, that he didn't anticipate the Trump presidency and that they were going to get past that. Okay, so, so now, that's my whole thing about the squad. Okay, just all right, now, to throw now, now you hold on for a second. Robert, you just heard what John uh, in Nassau County had to say. What's your reaction? Well, one comment that interests me a great deal, are you saying that Omar supports Ukraine against the Russians? Is that what you're saying, sir? She's talking about AOC. She was being shouted down by her own people for supporting that war, and she was dancing in front of them. She started mocking them by dancing in front of them because they were playing some beat on some drums. And it's true. that That's exactly what happened. But, Robert, uh, do you have any further response before I move on? And and you no, said... No, you, and, wait, I, and unfortunately, okay. I've, I've got to go, sir. So I'll continue to disagree with you. I'm just saying that if you're going to be against injustice in one place, or if you're going to criticize somebody for saying offensive things, I don't care whether it was four years ago or three years Robert, ago. What, what you're doing, Robert, is the worst thing of what's going on with our politics. You and I've made this point consistently. I think I thank you, Robert, for your call. I thank you, John, for your call. What you're doing is you're saying don't focus on on Omar, focus on the other side. This happens all the time. So no accountability, no accountability, none for what these individuals in the squad 
are doing, but you want to focus on the other side. It's amazing. It is amazing to me. And then I'm to be questioned and, and oh, you know, you, you've been a journalist so long, I can't believe that you're saying these things. Could it be I'm telling you the truth and I'm trying to tell you to wise up? We can focus on Marjorie Taylor Greene another time. Right now, the headline is Congresswoman Omar. That is the headline as of right now. Let's go to Stewart. Stewart in Forest Hills. Good morning to you, Stewart. What's on your mind? Yes, Dominic. Regarding the question of uh, Donald Trump uh, potentially not endorsing the 2024 nominee, if it's not him, to me, there should be a simple set of rules from the RNC. If you want to participate in the debate, and this is not just for Trump, it could be for potentially someone like Larry Hogan, who may want to derail Trump as the nominee, you cannot, you have to state that you will not run as a third party independent candidate against the GOP nominee, if it's not you, you have to state that you will support the nominee, but more importantly, not run against the nominee, because Trump could be detrimental to a Ron DeSantis. But you know what? If Trump is the nominee, Larry Hogan could try to pull that on Trump. So every candidate should sign a document, and if they don't wish to sign that, they should not be allowed in the Republican National Committee debates. That, that's my suggestion. Stuart, it sounds wonderful what you're saying, but how do you get someone as powerful as Trump, a former president of the United States, to agree to something well, like you that? Don't you don't have to. If, if he doesn't oh, yes, agree, you do. He, he, no, no I'm, saying, no, I'm saying, Dominic, if he doesn't agree, then he's not allowed on stage for the debate. And the same thing with Larry Hogan. You, if you don't... Okay, but wait, that, wait, Stuart, Stuart, Stuart. So so let, let's just work, let's work this through for a second. You said if Trump doesn't agree, he's not allowed on stage. Do you think the Republican Party can afford to alienate the base, the Trump base going into this election? Of course not. It's, it's, it's better than going into a general election with a third party candidate that can torpedo them completely and help the Democrats. I would say yes, do that ahead of time. And you know what? I think Trump would then agree to it. You cannot have, uh, whether it's a Larry Hogan trying to torpedo Trump or Trump trying to torpedo DeSantis saying, if, if, I, if it's not me, I'm going to burn down the house. That's not right for either of them. Well, Stuart, I, I appreciate your call, and uh, in an ideal world, it would work out that way, but uh, it, that's never going to happen. You're never going to get Trump to agree to uh, to terms like that, because I can tell you now what he's going to say is, of course I'll support the nominee as long as the nominee is me, and that's the best you're going to get from him, period. Let's go to uh, Pamela, Pamela in New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Oh. Good morning. I'll, I'll do the two topics since you moved uh, to Trump. But um, this week, while the squad is uh, having paranoid tantrums, which wasted Congress, Congress congressional time, uh, China is sending a spy balloon over our um, Maelstrom Air Force Base where we have our ballistic missiles. And we're wasting our time with adolescent tantrums. And as far as Trump goes, hey, he's being honest. He's running. Is he going to, uh, you know, and he's he's had it. You know, maybe this is a tougher uh, Trump as far as uh, taking all this nonsense. And he's going to take a stand. And, you know, good for him. Good for well, him. 
Well, you 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 know, uh, Pamela, uh, what's interesting, and I know some folks will say this is naive on my part. Uh, in the interview that he did, Mr. Trump, that made news with this, it was with uh, radio host Hugh Hewitt. And he also made the point, that is Mr. Trump, that he is uh, constantly made and that he says that uh, DeSantis, the governor of Florida, begged him, begged him for an endorsement. And Mr. Trump says there were tears coming down from his eyes. He said, if you endorse me, I'll win. So I ended up doing it, and he wins. And so I, I get, and I understand, some of you will say this is naive, but if you're Trump and you feel that you and you alone created the success story of Ron DeSantis, I guess it's a bitter pill to swallow as it relates to um, to uh, DeSantis being your top rival as of right now. But so, Pamela, just so I'm clear before I move on, you're supporting this move by the former president, even though it could cost the Republicans the election? Well, I don't know if it will cost uh, the election because, uh, you know, when you run a primary, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> we want to see who, who who the toughest is. We're, we're up against some powerful forces internationally. We need somebody tough. And, you know, hey, if these two two guys can't play nice together because they're alpha males and it would be wonderful if they could work together. But, um, you know, hey, we, we got to work with what we got. And I, we're, I'm worried about nuclear war. I'm worried about Russia and China. China is, you know, Japan sent these balloons over our country during World War II and it actually killed some people. They had explosives attached. So this is not the first time this has happened. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I saw a lot of activity in the air uh, this week with, uh, like, high military planes and everything. And I kind of figured something was up, sure enough. And, uh, you know, we, we've got bigger problems. And you know what? I like DeSantis. I like Trump. Uh, it would be nice if they could play nice together. But we're talking about two alpha males who are out for a powerful position. There's time for Trump and there's time for DeSantis. So uh, everybody's got to play nice in the Republican Party. And actually, we're we're glad to see some uh, some people with some spunk, you know, because we need it in the Republican Party. Our country's at stake. Well, it's interesting, Pamela, that you mentioned, uh, you know, nuclear war and so on. And and as you were stating that, what I'm thinking about is how the United States is coming off, right? So the southern border is open. Migrants are telling us what they're going to do in New York City. And the weakness of that, what message, and I, I haven't analyzed this as of yet, what message is that sending to Putin and all China and all the other world leaders about about the United States when when the United States can't even handle and when I say the United States and I thank you for the telephone call Pamela when I say the United States I am referring to specifically right now the Biden administration because the Biden administration has the White House. In a moment, I'm going to go to Loretta in Brooklyn, but let's go right now to Steve on Long Island. Good morning, Steve, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning, Dominic. My hat's off to you and your entire crew. Truly professional and on point. Okay, I wanted to comment about the elimination of the elite street crimes units 
nationwide. You yes. are right. This is going to cause a major problem, as you cited, the Internet in Memphis, Tennessee. Real quick, I want to jump on AOC. AOC is a lunatic. She killed 25,000 jobs right across the East River in Long Island City because she hates capitalism, she hates fossil fuels, and she hates corporations. Okay, she's very ignorant and ill-informed. And one more thing, in reference to the charter schools, like Bonnie said last night, we have to mobilize, even if it's making phone calls, sending emails, and writing letters to these politicians. Because if we don't, we're going to get all these policies rammed down our throat. We'll look up six months later, and we'll wonder what happened. That cannot happen, okay? I have the number to Cassie Hochul's office. If it's okay, can I give it out? Um, I, 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 I don't know. Um, well, go ahead. Quick, quickly, Steve. Go ahead. Okay. 518-455-2800. Okay. 518-455-2800. You can reach Hochul's office, Stewart Cousins, and Hasty. We have to demand justice because these people will run right over us. Okay, got thank it, you, Dominic. Got it, Steve, and thank you for the call. Loretta in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking. I hope you and your family are well. Go right ahead, please. Yes, I'm, I'm well as I can be, and I just want to say first, you are the voice of reason over there. Well, that's very kind of you to say. Thank you. And uh, I, I I don't want to stay up late. It's a strain on my legs. I sleep in a hospital bed, and my legs are supposed to be elevated. But you're worth listening to. Well, that's very kind and nice of you to say, Loretta. Thank you. You just and made I, my morning. Well, um, I am apolitical, like Elvis was all his life. He said, I'm just an entertainer. Well, I, I have nothing enlightening to say. Uh, um, I'm just uh, an old lady. Um, I'm getting older by the minute, and I'm living poor, and I'm going to die that way. So I don't bust a gut over any of this stuff. You know, uh, I pick my battles. And I just called to show some love for David in the Bronx. David, I got four hours of sleep on Tuesday night because I had you on my mind. I'm not in a position to contribute. And uh, if I was, I would. Uh, Loretta, when I could, yes, Loretta you, you just contributed. Uh, uh, helping someone is not is not only financial. Financial. You just offered him tremendous emotional support, and I'm sure if David is listening, that that it touched his his heart. Loretta, you are a wonderful person, and um, you know what what's breaking my heart. To be honest with you, and I've got a I've got a toss to a break, is the amount of calls that I have received in the last three days from folks like you and a few others that have come on to say that you're barely making it, and in your words, you said you're poor now and you're going to die that way, and 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 that that really that really bothers me as someone that grew up poor in this city. And, you know, I've got to figure it out. But I, I've heard all of you in terms of your comments. And, and, and Loretta, you're, you're a sweetheart. And thank you. You said you got to rest your legs and so on. Thank you for staying up this late to listen to the program. 
And um, I, I do thank you for the call, and I'm sure that David appreciates it as well. Loretta, you know, right now we, we have the David situation, but, you know, we, we haven't forgotten the, all, the, all the other calls from people that have said you, they're going through tough situations. So we got to figure out a way to help. And I haven't done exactly that yet. I haven't figured it out, but it's on my mind, and a possible solution is going to be coming up in the days ahead. But thank you, Loretta, for the call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. On the other side of this break, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. We will be right back. W-A-B-C. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's Frank Bruno. Law.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The 90-year-old owner. No one should have to go through this if if you're fortunate enough to make it to age 90. 90-year owner of the famed Ray's Candy Store in the East Village, was brutally assaulted outside his own shop, leaving him with a black eye, a nasty black eye, and a nasty cut on his face. The suspect happens to be African-American. Mr. Alvarez, uh, the uh, store owner, Ray Alvarez, was randomly attacked around 3 a.m. Tuesday by a stranger who asked him if he wanted to buy a package he was carrying, And when Alvarez, according to police, asked what was inside the box, the perp handed it off to another man and threatened to kill the owner. He then attacked the elderly owner using a belt that had a heavy rock affixed to it at the end, hitting him on the left side of the head. Mr. Alvarez could have died. Mr. Alvarez could 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 have lost an eye for some animal that should not even be on the street. Should not be on the street. Dominic Carter here with you to the uh, top of the hour. We are taking your telephone calls. Let's go to Alex. Alex in Connecticut. Good morning, Alex. What's on your mind? Hi. Hi again. Okay, I've got three three points, and uh, I just want to say uh, maybe four. That's terrible about that uh, that gentleman in the East Village, and that yes, young. Yes, it, it uh, is terrible. The, but 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 Alex, I, I don't know if I can handle four points, but just try and go as quick as you can. <laughs> we have a lot of calls. Okay, one prayers for David. Boy, you're really eye opening of what he's going through. Point two, um, Trump has he he's not going to give up an edge and say, oh, I'm going to support the nominee because he has an edge. He's fighting for his life, you know. He's fighting for his political, financial, legal. He's got to use every edge he has. And right at this point, he doesn't have to commit, right? He doesn't doesn't need to commit to supporting a nominee. And and like you said, you know, he's the president. He's powerful. So I, I don't have any problem with his position right now. 
Now, point three, I really uh, like the way you didn't let that that gentleman who the Democrat box you in about Green versus uh, Omar. Um, the other thing, though, what he he and maybe others are getting confused is. So I believe Green's position on Israel is she doesn't support the country of Israel 100 percent. And I think that's right. I don't think Israel is always right. I think, it, you know, uh, I think it's good to, you know, scrutinize other nations and the way they're behaving, whether they're our ally or not. But Omar is just clearly anti-Semitic. There's two differences, you know. Agreed. You, 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 you're okay, so th- those are my points, and I thank you. I love your show. Hey, Alex, I-, I wish I had much more time, friend. Maybe you can give me a call next week, and we can continue this and-, and hash the issues. But I agree with almost everything that you said. Thank you for the call, Alex, in Connecticut this morning. Let's go to uh, Phyllis, Phyllis in Queens. Good morning, Phyllis. What are your thoughts this morning? Good morning. How are you? I hope you're fine. Okay, several. One is you said you mentioned the charter schools earlier in the evening. Yes. Totally, we must support them. We must do everything we can to support them, especially because they're pushing the CRT and all that, um, how can I say, propaganda stuff in the Garbage. schools now. It's in the SUNY school now. You can't get a degree unless you pass that class, which is a bunch of trash. It's all about how they hate white people and how we just hurt everybody and everything. So it's really awful, and it has to be stopped. And the other thing is they're pushing for um, what's the uh, Harris and um, Sharpton want to make a, a reform on police reform nationally, and they want to get rid of immunity. And this is terrible. This is going to completely ruin our beautiful police force. So I say we should have a rule. Then in that case, the policeman can have um, can sue the criminal. The criminals shouldn't have immunity either. They can sue them back if they hurt them all, in any all, way. All I can tell you, Phyllis, uh-huh. is that we, we keep pandering and we keep pandering. And, oh, no special units. Look at New York in terms of what we're going through right now. you got a 90-year-old man not, not bothering anybody, and some animal decides to hit him in the face with a belt with a rock attached to it. And and you're going to tell me that we need to take away immunity from police officers. I mean, come on. At some point, we have to be serious. I get it. I get it. I understand the argument from some in the civil rights community. I get it. But at the same time, listen, you know, Phyllis, it's just, I, I'm just I, I, I'm sorry I have to cut you off, but we have a lot of other calls that I'm going to try and get to before before the top of the hour. But, Phyllis, you, you made some great points. Thank you. Anastasia in Astoria, good morning. And, it, you know, I, I'm just it's Friday morning. And sooner or later, we're going to realize that all of this pandering is doing nothing but hurting us tremendously. Anastasia, go right ahead, please. Good morning. Thank you good for morning. taking my call. I am uh, very, very concerned of what everything that's going on right now. We have become the laughingstock of the world. We have open borders, all kinds of people pouring in our country when we cannot even handle our own domestic problems here. We had so many homeless people, and now these newcomers are coming in and they're trying to make uh, issues that they're not happy with what's going on. They should be kissing the the, the, the ground of America Anastasia, for allowing let, let, them to come I, in. I, I'm going to let you finish, but let let me let me uh, let me be as as clear and blunt as I can be regarding that situation. Right? These activists, um, 
the contracts for the city agencies that they have, they need to lose those contracts based on these activists that are urging these folks on. But the bottom line at the end of the day, who cares how these migrants feel? Who cares? I don't care. But please continue. The problems right now are so serious with all that's going on. We're trying to get eventually a president that will really do what his job is, taking care of America first. And all these things, the threats that we are getting from China, so much fear. Before I go to sleep at night, I pray for all that's going on. It's too much evil going on. And our country right now is losing its values. We are not the America that I grew up in. I'm an immigrant from 12 years old in America. I had the opportunity to open up my own business. I have five beautiful children and grandchildren. Wonderful. And I'd like to see my grandchildren one day be as successful as we were as grandparents, and it it hurts me that all these things that are going on with the leftists, it's terrible. We need to do something very, very serious, get people who worry and care about America. And so far, I love DeSantis, I love Trump. I think DeSantis is good for his state, but not to be a president of the fair, United States. Fair enough, Anastasia. I, I have to come in. I'm going to try and get to one or two other calls. But first, I'm joined right now by Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to Hello, you, sir. Hello, And How happy you, Friday. Friend? Happy TGIF, Friday. TGIF, absolutely. Yes. What do you have coming up this morning? All right. Action Pack Show. Next hour, uh, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything, as we do every Friday. And you know how that goes. We, we run yes. the gamut. Every possible question in the world. Exactly. So uh, whatever people have questions about, including what you're talking about, they're welcome to call in and ask. We're going to be talking with uh, Dana Michelle, who I've talked to before, who's an interesting lady. She's a corporate attorney, a black woman, very successful, and uh, she is uh, the founder of something called the Homecoming Challenge, which is geared towards getting professionals to give a little something back to the students, the college students that were in their shoes uh, and uh, we'll talk with her about how that's going. And then we'll do movie reviews with Debbie Schlossel. I got denunciations and some other fun stories that I'm going to share with folks. A lot to get to. A great show coming up. Hey, Frank, I want to go to George and Manhattan. George, you got 30 seconds here. You're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Go right ahead. Hi. Listen, I'm going to wrap it up quickly. One, regarding the uh, migrants whom I call Illegal aliens or invaders? I got it, George. You got to get to the point. We're short on time. Get to Go the ahead. point. Okay, to the point. Uh, now, they're going to multiply. Within three years, they're going to bring in uh, sponsor their relatives, etc., and even their grandparents who will not be able to work and hence would have tremendous burden on uh, our system, you know, the uh, Social Security system, et cetera. Yes, uh, agreed. I, I, have to, I have to step in, George, because we're short on time, as I mentioned. Frank, any quick reaction to what George just said? I, I don't. I mean, look, I, I think the mayor is handling the, the migrant issue well, and uh, I think the criticism of him from the hard left on it is uh, is misguided. Well, you want to keep it right there, folks. One of the best shows in radio is coming up right now. Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight. 
Have a lovely weekend. Listen to Frank. I will be back on Monday. Coming up right now, news headlines with Alex Barnard. Have a great day, folks.